Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of High Frequency Talks with Jenna and Lily. I'm Jenna. And I'm Lily. We have a very special guest today, our friend Sam. Hey, Sam, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, so we are just going to wing it today. We're just having a good old conversation today. We were talking about Sam earlier, or to Sam earlier, about following your heart and following your intuition. So we kind of wanted Sam to share a little bit about his story on how he followed his heart and how he is where he is today. So can you give us a little bit of background for those out there that don't know what I'm talking about? Yeah, for sure. So um, that's a something I've especially in the last couple of years, I've been able to um, really stop the, you know, the whole trying to figure things out intellectually mm-hmm. and just uh, follow my intuition and my heart. And it's gotten me to a lot of places and opened a lot of new doors and a lot of new opportunities that I never would have uh, been introduced to if I didn't follow my heart. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll... I'll backtrack and kind of give you guys a little bit of a background on myself and uh, just, you know, my journey. So I I was born in Jordan. Um, If y'all don't know where that is, that's across the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I was I came to the United States at a year and a half. And my family is very much, uh, you know, uh, conservative, very old school. And uh, they came here with a thousand dollars in their pocket which to me is absolutely mind-blowing to, to move to another part of the world with only $1,000 in your pocket, not knowing what you were going to do mm-hmm. and how you're going to make it happen. Uh, but they made it happen. Uh, you know, started off really low class um, and worked their way up. My dad was, I remember he was working at Domino's Pizza. Mm-hmm. My mom was a teacher. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was, they, w- they went to school they started to get their degrees and stuff and started to work their way up into, you know, the middle class, middle, middle class, upper middle class, and so on and so forth. And now they're doing pretty well, but um, I grew up with a mindset of, um, you know, really just uh, having to go to, you know, like most people go to school, mm-hmm. get a, you know, get good grades, get the degree, you know, get a job. The, the timeline that we've been told that we have to follow. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Most people, they think this is like the only way that you, ha- like, that you can really create a life for yourself. So yeah. um, I, was, I was definitely like in that mindset for a few years, but I deep down knew, uh, I guess my inner child knew mm-hmm. that I uh, was meant for something different. Mm-hmm. You know, it was always just something that in- I intuitively knew. Uh, so... Fast forward, um, you know, never was good at school. I was always the kid that was sleeping in the back of the class drooling. Like, <laughs> that was me. Like, I literally never paid attention to this. I mean, I just, I, I, I literally was always awake till like 5 or 6 a.m. Every, every, every night. And I would go to school. I'd be so tired. I didn't even have the energy to pay attention to my teachers, which was kind of good uh, because I didn't get the... I guess the normal programming mm-hmm. that most people usually get because yeah. I was in a sl- I was I was asleep I couldn't get programmed. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, the last six years, um, I w- I've I've dove into uh, personal development and um, being my own boss. Mm-hmm. And for the last five years, I've worked for myself. Haven't had a job, and I haven't looked back. 
And it was really just a decision uh, to follow my heart, to follow my passions, to follow what I felt was right for me. Because mm-hmm. I feel like most people get told, you know, what is right for them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, well, I should probably do this because everyone's telling me I need to do this. And then they end up 30, 40 years into this journey and they're like, fuck, I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want that because <laughs> I'd be in my job and I'd be dreading yes. life. I'd yeah. be dreading it. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. You know, you follow your heart, you follow the things that really set your soul on fire, your, your highest excitement and like things end up working out even better than you think they will. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it may be a struggle uh, to get used to it, but it's definitely worth it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of people are scared. It's a lot easier to be handed that piece of paper that says, here's what you should do. And rather than just go out and do whatever you're wanting to do. Yeah. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't. I wouldn't base my life and freedom and everything on that. Like, I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm not going to place my bets on that. Like, I'd rather place my bets on myself, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, like, yeah, I mean, like, we were talking, uh, I was talking to one of my friends yesterday, and she wants to be a life coach. And with a certain company that I'm um, currently working with, and you need, like, certain certifications, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, people kind of, it's kind of, it's like a credit, you know, like people find you accredited if you have these certifications. Mm-hmm. And there are certain times in school that you need these certifications. Like, I'm like, if I'm going to get surgery, <laughs> right? Like, I'm you not. You want your doctor to be certified. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to let you cut me open. And you're like, yeah, well, I practice on my, you know, some, you know, in, in my basement on like animals or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yes. Shit just got really weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I think there's a time and place for everything. But, like, yeah, at the end of the day, like, I think we all have unique capabilities. We all have, like, we're here. We have a purpose. And it's just, like, I, f- I feel like whenever you follow your heart, you can find your purpose. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Jenna, have you, have you ever followed your heart or given us an example of following your heart? Yes, definitely. I... I've always felt like going against the grain, like I never believed that we're meant to do like what society tells us what to do. I just always thought that was kind of BS. And so and so I I've like I've left jobs, like I've had multiple jobs and I just leave. If I'm not happy, then I just find a new job that I'm happy with because I feel like life is way too short like to just be doing something you're unhappy with I mean it just doesn't make sense why would you continue doing people like I see people all the time in the workplace just stay they're like oh I have to stay and do this and but there's so many things like if you do like yeah like it's maybe not the smartest thing to just like quit if you have bills to pay and all that but you can find a job that makes you happier like while you're in the job that you don't like mm-hmm. and then you can move on you know so I think definitely going like taking the risk and following your heart is the way to go did you face any challenges like when you first started like when you were switching from like working normal job to being an entrepreneur 
Yeah, I think a lot more than most people. <laughs> uh, just cause like, I I didn't play it safe. Um, <laughs> I no, I didn't play it safe at all. So um, so, what do you mean by that? How did you not play it safe? Um. So basically, um, I mean, there's a few instances, but the one that I would say that like, was like the one where I learned the most. Um, it was, just, it was like about, it's, it's crazy. Cause like a lot of my memories kind of like, it's almost like jumbled together. Cause like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's, it feels so far away. Like, I feel like I've become like such a different, a transformed version of myself. But, um, um, it was like, I'd say like four and a half, five years ago. And I was working at a job and, um, is a Jared's, you know, like he went to Jared's, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like the jewelry company. <laughs> yeah. The jewelry company. <laughs> oh my God. I had to think about that one for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was working at Jared's, right. And, uh, I was selling watches, right. So I was selling watches. Um, I was a timepiece manager and I was, uh, building my side business at this, at the time. So like I had, I had my job, I had a business I was building on the side, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, after my nine to five, like, uh, so, and I was also going to school, um, going to college. I think it was like my second year in college and, um, I got introduced to, uh, one of my buddies is like, Hey bro, like, what are you doing? He like randomly called me. Like, we didn't really talk that much. And he, he hit me up and I was, I remember vividly it was, I was at a car wash and, um, he goes, meet me up at Starbucks. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I met him up at Starbucks and I, he introduced me to his friend. And um, basically he just like kind of shared um, how he was able to like, um, you know, really live this lifestyle. He was, he was traveling all over the world. Um, uh, he had like three supercars. He was only 22 years old. He's making like multiple six figures a year. And um, he was like showing me how he could help me he could you know show me to do the same thing and i was like you know what i'm gonna quit my job <laughs> so literally like within uh, within that conversation you said that to him or like that day yeah that day yeah i quit my job literally that day what no like right away <laughs> okay okay continue continue so i remember calling my manager mike i'm like hey mike yeah i'm not coming in anymore he's like wait what <laughs> i was like yeah i'm gonna focus on my business and basically never went back to work um and then i decided i wasn't gonna go to school anymore so i quit going to school okay so hold up real quick so when you decide to quit your job and you decide to quit school do you tell your parents or not because i've had i've been in a position where i quit my job and i didn't have anything lined up and i didn't tell any of my family because i was scared to tell them so what did you tell your family yeah and my parents are arab so (laughs) (laughs) that's like the worst thing to do is tell a brown person like hey i'm not gonna go to school by the way like yeah yeah a hundred percent like they're like (laughs) like that's that's like telling never mind i don't even want to say that never mind (laughs) um but (laughs) basically like yeah i told my parents i quit my quit my job um i'm not going to school anymore and they're like yeah well you, you can't live here Oh, shit. Yeah, so basically at the time, um, I was driving a 1998 Lexus GS300, 225,000 miles on it. It was two-toned, 
It was silver and rust. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, had no AC. And I live in Texas. I live in Dallas, Texas. So um, I remember specifically I had like two big ass suitcases or like two luggages. And I filled up all my clothes, all my stuff and put it in my car. And what I would do every single day is I would literally like sleep in my car um, in the the parking lot of the gym that I went to mm. and uh it was there was no I had no AC it was 110 degrees right yeah. so like I would go to sleep there and I'd wake up to the sun beaming at me and I'm sweating like crazy and uh so basically you were detoxing for free <laughs> basically yeah <laughs> I was detoxing for free yeah I was feeling right <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to find the positive in this. Okay. Uh, there's, there's definitely a lot of positive. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure getting there to it. Is, yeah. Um, but I, I just wanted to share this because I'm sure that there's someone that's probably going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know. So. <clears throat> yeah. So I would wake up every morning uh, to the sun beaming at me, and I would like be sweating. So, um, I just started a business. So, I, um, would go into the Lifetime parking lot, or not parking inside the inside the the gyms inside the gym and i would shower in there get ready and then there was a starbucks like literally like 30 seconds away and i would go to this starbucks and i would just be on my laptop for a few hours just studying different people different successful people bill gates steve jobs will smith will smith is a huge inspiration for me um and then just like kind of just study them and then like once my team got up i would basically start to work with them uh for 12 to 14 hours every single day every single day for like months at a time um and yeah i mean uh just kept doing all the me i was the one that was doing presentations i'm homeless and like i'm doing the presentations for everyone you know and it's like they had no clue like i'm like i'm like doing this every single day and my team doesn't know i didn't tell anyone my pride you know i i guess i was like super prideful to ask for help um and I did that for four months. And, you know, like, I did, at, at, you know, a few points, like, I asked friends, you know, like, hey, can I stay at your house, whatever, I don't have a place to stay. And I would be there for, like, maybe two days, three days, sleeping on the couch or floor. But then I would leave, you know, because, like, I didn't want to be a burden. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, I, you know, I did that for four months straight, whether it was sleeping in the parking lot, friend's house, whatever, while doing these meetings every day. Mm-hmm. Did, From, you ever, did you ever once, like, regret, like, dropping out of school and quitting your job or did you know like you had full faith that this was all gonna work out oh i knew i knew from the get-go like i already saw it it was already done like i mm-hmm. like like there was not even a single like i mean and whenever you're back backed against the wall like, you have no choice like mm-hmm. what are you gonna do like am, yeah. I, am i gonna settle like, you, you am need- i gonna be a hobo for the rest of my <laughs> life like <laughs> well i guess this is how it is it's like you sink or swim right you sink or swim you gotta swim you gotta fucking get out yeah exactly so like my back was against the wall i had no choice i had to make it work like mm-hmm. you know and um so i did that for four months and after four months i had like my biggest breakthrough um and, and this was in network marketing so like the way that it was set up like um like i i mean i i you know slowly started to progress but i had my first big breakthrough after four months and i cleared my first five-figure month i made like twelve thousand eight hundred dollars my fourth month Oh shit. Okay, so what do you what does Sam do when he finds out he just made that much money? What like what was your first move? 
Did you go my and get first... a good meal, or mm-hmm. I feel like that's what I would do. I mean, I, the thing is, is like I, month two and three, like I still made some money, but it wasn't enough to like sustain like a lifestyle. Like go, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it started it started to get better, but yeah. uh, month four is when I had like a huge breakthrough, just because like my teams were exploding and it was, things were just like momentum is picking up, and I had my. Uh, so my first thing I did is I went and got a fucking apartment. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> I got I I went into luxury apartments. The company was actually paying for my car. They bought me a 2015 Mercedes, and um, I remember taking out like a bunch of my team out to dinner. Um, so that was like that was like huge, and then we continued to build, and I built that company for a full year and a half. And after a year and a half, we had uh, f- six people that were clearing over six figures a year. We had over 12 people that are clearing over 50K a year. And uh, like probably like 20 plus cars that were being paid for by the company. Uh, but I really, like the thing is, is at that time, like not only was I homeless, I lost the love of my life. This girl I thought I was going to marry. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's my twin flame. And yeah i mean it's it's crazy like it when it rains it pours but i also realized that i'm in control of my life and you know um you know those things had to happen for me to be where i am today mm-hmm. and it was like one of the biggest learning lessons of my life one of the things that i learned was servant leadership mm-hmm. um always being a servant finding out how you can serve people um because it always comes back yeah you know, and even now, um, you know, people that I supported back then, like, you know, they they remember that. And, you know, we have such great connection now. Our relationship's really established. They understand um, that what I do, um, I, I truly just do it just because, like, I care. And they know that my intentions are pure. And it's just like, you know, it, it definitely has 10x my life's life since then. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I attribute a lot of. Uh, my current lifestyle to like those quote-unquote dark times which really I feel like you got to go through the dark to find the light mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and you definitely went through the dark because that's incredible mm-hmm. I can't even imagine yeah. yeah honestly I can definitely vouch for all of your light I mean I didn't see you go through those times but like you've always been like one of the most positive people I n- I've known since I've known you and you always are like so giving and you can just tell I feel like when you when you get when you go through those hard times though it it shows you like like you can't if you don't feel like that depth of darkness then you can't feel that depth of light you know yeah that makes a lot of sense I mean because like you also understand that other people are going through stuff Mm -hmm. you know and when you have that empathy for other people uh I feel like you're less likely to to judge the situation because you know that you know everyone's going through something whether they show it or not like no i mean i was going through all that stuff but no one knew at all like even my best friends didn't know for a while so yeah i mean i think it just gives you a lot of perspective Mm -hmm. yeah and it's perspective that like you said everyone has their own story everyone's going through something and kind of put in a way that judgment of just seeing what you see doesn't mean that you know it all i have come across a few people this week actually which is interesting that we're talking about this now where at the beginning you know you kind of put in that image of who they are because that's what you see and once you start hearing a little bit more about their childhood or their family life 
they're like, wow, I totally had it completely wrong. I just started judging this person based off of what I knew from what I saw. So everyone has a story and just I think just being kind to other people because you really don't know what they're going through. Even even like us, like we're sitting here, like we don't know exactly to the detail, to the T, what we're going through because mm-hmm. you only share what you want to share. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was – I forgot where I, – I, oh, so I, I read this quote. It said, ignorance is like the – or speaking on something you know is like the lowest form of uh, – intelligence and like the highest form is empathy Mm. you know like no matter what you see and still like understanding and having compassion for someone like even though you know they could like you know they could be even treating you wrong or badly but like still knowing that that's just your experience of them that's they're probably going through something and that's why they're acting that way Mm mm-hmm Yeah, and I think one of the biggest, my mom gives me advice all the time, but one of the biggest things that always sticks with me is, like, what you said, you, like, you, Sam, said you invest in people, and, like, it. Oh, it's always going to come back. With my mom, she always says, like, you always have to plant the seed because it's always going to come back. Even if they're doing you dirty, like, just still send them love and still, you know, empathy, like, still do something for them because they might need Mm -hmm. it the most. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it always comes back in another way. Like, it might not come back from them, but it's going to come back from someone else. Mm -hmm. Like, always being kind to other people. I've noticed, like, this week I've had so many different occurrences of abundance in different ways. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it comes back. Like, I always am trying to give to people and donate to things. Like, whenever, even when I, you know, changing, like, your financial mindset is Mm -hmm. something that's so hard. Because, like, in society they condition us that we need to like save our money and what you do need to save your money but just like not spend it not have fun like you need to work hard and can't like enjoy life you know and even like when I'm struggling the most that's when I'm like okay I need to do something to donate like and so like a couple of weeks ago I was I was thinking okay I don't know if I'm gonna be able it's gonna be hard for me to make rent because I wasn't making as much money as I thought I was gonna make and so during that moment that someone posted something on Instagram about she's doing like a fundraiser for all of the dogs and cats in Bali like getting them spayed and neutered and I saw it and I was like okay I need I need to donate to that (laughs) because I don't know just pick something like animals always I have such a heart for animals so I always tend to donate to things like that but I think just doing like an act of kindness like even if you can't donate money to someone like just like going and like giving a homeless person like some food or Mm -hmm. giving someone a card or giving someone a hug or giving them a compliment like all of that is going to come back in some way or another yeah and it's crazy because like it's come back for you like so much even in the last (laughs) like couple of like like the day last day or so it's it's insane like you just give and i think it's like you know like like the whole like you know tithing thing i think that's what's what's really important is like um you know giving even whenever you're not in the right position exactly um mm-hmm. it's like the faith behind it mm-hmm. you know like you're doing it like it may not like the bigger the faith i think the more you get it's like the intention behind it's like so important cuz cuz you know you can give to like get attention like people are like oh let me snap this video of me giving a homeless man money it was may not be i I don't know the intention behind it but you know i think that intention is huge yeah 
and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Being mindful and speaking mindful words, setting your intentions on what you do. Because it's true. Like, I've seen people post things like, I did this. I mm-hmm. helped this person. And it's like, okay, well, where are you going with your intention with that? Like, are you just doing it to show people what kind of person you are or are you doing it to inspire people are you doing it to motivate people you don't know that intention but you just hope that it comes from a good place yeah exactly but um yeah so um (laughs) so you're here now what what is it that you actually do because i don't think i've I really understand still like what do you do today like to make your income and then also just as like a side note what are your parents think of you like what do your parents think of you now like where about where you're at uh good question so it's kind of cliche everyone's like oh I'm an entrepreneur but I'm an entrepreneur (laughs) (laughs) uh and basically I mean the the definition of entrepreneur is someone that risks financial uh, risks a lot financially to, to basically live like a life of freedom. That's how I how how I would um, describe it. But I ha- I do a few different things. Um, I'm top earner in like I'm top one percent in my company in Nagic. We basically sell medical grade uh, uh, machines. They basically produce eight different waters that do a lot of different things. Uh, if, if anyone wants more information, we can give you more information on that. But uh, then I also help people with funding, business funding, uh, credit. I, you know, I can, I can, um, get them set up with someone that can help them out with their credit, whatever. Uh, because, uh, you need both cash flow and credit, you know, uh, cash flow and credit. So credit's super, super important. Um, I also help people with automation, setting up different assets that produce them cash flow every single month. Um, and recently what I started to do is I went through a transformational leadership workshop about a few months ago, back in April. It's a three part program. I took part one in April, part two in May, and I was supposed to be in Costa Rica in June. Uh, but my flight got, my flight got delayed due to like freaking Dallas had like a freaking tornado and a, <laughs> a hailstorm at the same time. I'm like, okay. Wow. Nature. How dare it? <laughs> Not, the universe was looking out for me. Yeah. It absolutely. really was. And it's crazy. Cause like I ended up instead of going to the, I was pissed for the last few cause I had booked my hotels. Mm. I had booked my flight. I had booked all of these things I was going to do. And I mean, I got a refund later, but. I was, I was like, yo, I just literally put all this time and energy into pl- planning my Costa Rica trip, and now, like, I'm not going. Because, like, uh, they, like, my flight got canceled and rebooked, and it was, like, the day after the, the part three of the workshop was supposed to start. Mm. And literally, I would have gotten there one hour before the whole, like, workshop ended. So I was like, okay, well, I'm obviously not supposed to be there. So I ended up doing a mastermind event in Dallas, and it's crazy because... I met so many amazing people that day and we had our first workshop two weeks ago in Dallas, Texas that I, I hosted for my leaders in my um, in my business, in my organization. And I had 15 of my leaders come and some of, some of those people I met at that mastermind that I mm-hmm. attended, which I would have never met if I if I had went to Costa Rica. Yeah. And when I when I saw all 15 of those people in that room this past weekend, it was absolutely mind blowing because I literally saw people I loved and cared about transform in front of my eyes like i like it's it's funny because like i i actually like cut, cried in front of them Aww. i cried in front of them 
and like it's crazy this is coming from someone like you know i went through like a lot of um you know growing up i'll touch on a little bit but i went through like a lot of abuse a lot of physical mental emotional abuse actually almost died like twice by my own dad he he wasn't a drunk he wasn't an alcoholic he wasn't like a drug addict um so like i took the workshop and like uh like I had like you know as a man I feel like nowadays in society uh you know they put labels even men and women but both like yeah. they put you in a box you got to be this way you got to act this way you you got to you know men don't cry women you know are this way mm-hmm. and I didn't cry for 20 plus years yeah. and at this workshop like it's crazy like you know it's just opened me up like so much and um yeah like whenever this this like i saw 15 of my some of my closest friends go through this workshop it was absolutely one of the most beautiful experiences i've ever had because you know i mean just for example like there's one person uh really close to me he told me that if i didn't invite him to that workshop he probably would have not been here the next week like Mm. he probably would have had committed suicide yeah and that's that's powerful words within itself to know that you played a part in that. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. That was I I was literally like high on life for like 5 days after that workshop cuz I was just like, wow. Like I literally just changed like 15 <laughs> people's lives. Mm-hmm. Like for the best, mm-hmm. for the better. So it was like it was so fulfilling, so purposeful. So I'm starting to work with this with this um, organization mm-hmm. and I'm implementing it in my business because what I realized in the last couple of years, it's not about building a business. You can build a business like I'm I know how to sell. I know how to uh, market. I know how to do all these things myself, but it's about creating true leaders. Mm. It's about creating leaders that can, uh, you know, you build your leaders and they build the business. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm, I'm starting to implement. Uh, really transformational leadership inside my organization so that we can take this company to a multi-billion dollar company mm-hmm. so that's that's what I do in a nutshell um, and as far as my parents um, they still like I make more money than my parents now it's funny yeah. uh, <laughs> but um, yeah they still want me to like my dad still tells me he's like oh when are you gonna go back to school but like really? I pay, I pay his bills. Like I pay my parents' bills. Like it's and it's not. It's it's pretty expensive. Like my parents are not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's what they've been telling my whole telling telling themselves their whole life about me. So yeah. <laughs> so that's the least I could do. But yeah, like yeah. they 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 definitely. Um, but they're opening up a little bit more because my dad got laid off probably t- ten to twelve times in the last like t- wow. twenty years. Yeah, last twenty years. And I guess that that was, you know, that's why his aggression was high. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's starting to realize that a job's not really the most secure way of creating uh, income slash lifestyle. Um, and he's 51. And, you know, it's just crazy because, like, you know, nowadays corporations, you know, you hit 60. Then who's going to want to hire you at 60? Mm-hmm. You know, you lose your job. You're like, they're not going to want to hire you at 60 years old. So he's starting to open up. I actually got him an automated store. Uh, for Amazon, and he's—I mean, he's—he's he's bringing in like a, a passive income of like a twelve hundred dollars a month, which is cool because he doesn't have to work for his money. Yeah. Um, he can invest the money that he's creating in his job to to create an asset on the side. So, uh, he's definitely opening up a little bit more. But you know, he's still like, oh, when are you gonna go back to school and get a job? I'm like, Dad, I'm 26 <laughs> years old, and yeah, like I—I I mean, 
which 26 year old do you know that just goes and can just like just travel whenever he wants and like is taking care of his parents and yeah. you know so i mean they're opening up more Good. it's just that air mi- air mindset to be honest yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the culture it's the culture of being an immigrant and knowing like what you've been through and at the same time i you know if we, we're talking about empathy and like putting yourself in other people's shoes mm-hmm. my parents are immigrants also so i get although the delivery is not always the greatest i get where they're coming from because they just want the best for you and they've been in it's been ingrained in them that education is the best and it is but it's you know we can find it in different ways it doesn't always have to be in like a like a constructive way of sitting in a classroom and getting a piece of paper that's going to cost you thousands and thousands of dollars (laughs) and hours and your time and energy and tears and all this other shit because I I've been through it and it although it was worth it in the moment or like in perspective it was worth it in the moment it was terrible for me at least my experience I don't know about you guys well Jenna I don't know (laughs) I struggled a lot going through school, and I think it's, like, our parents' generation, too, because I tried to drop out, like, multiple times, at least, like, twice a year, every year of college in the five years I was there, but my dad was paying for college for me, and so I felt like I had to do it. Mm -hmm. Like, if I was paying for it myself, I definitely wouldn't have done it, because... I I just it was so hard for me to to like listen to someone that I I just didn't really feel like I was learning anything I mean the best things I learned in college was when I traveled like when I did the study abroad and that's how I met Lily and that's like my friends to this day are from traveling and I've learned so much more from doing that like volunteer work and humanitarian work and all of that but sitting in a classroom and listening to someone talk is like probably one of the hardest things Mm -hmm. in this world but (laughs) yeah I'm thankful for my experience though in college because I know that it's like brought me to where I am today and it it at least helped get me on a path of figuring out more what I wanted to do because I feel like I was really lost like when I first started college and so um it it definitely helped me just get on track more and figure out what I wanted to do because I think if I would have not gone to college I wouldn't be in the best place today and I definitely wouldn't be the person I am today so definitely thankful yeah I think I think you everything like plays a part in your journey Mm -hmm. you know like I mean it all has a purpose um and it's funny that you say you know my pa- my dad was actually paying for my college too and that's kind of why i dropped out too i'm like dude i'm wasting his money like i literally don't even show up yeah. to class yeah. or i'll show up high or something and like be asleep <laughs> you know i'm like okay that well <laughs> well like i should probably just stop because like he's putting his hard-earned money into this and i think like you're saying education yeah i think it, like education never stops like i if you know me i read so much and i'm i do a lot of personal development audiobooks and stuff like that uh conferences and workshops and i mean even this past year i spent over i don't know like ten thousand dollars on just workshops you know so investing in yourself though yeah so i mean like education doesn't have to stop like i think that's that's also something like you know um we were like kind of programmed that you have to go to like the school or whatever you have to go to school to learn you know and then people are like once they get out they stop learning mm-hmm. and that's i think that's whenever 
learning really starts like that's when learning should like really start like like I feel like the things that I've learned after college I apply in my life every single day whether it's uh, metaphysics quantum physics um, emotional intelligence uh, communication skills leadership skills um, uh, I I can go on you know those things play such a big role not only in my business uh, my but my relationships my friendships how to like have actual like good healthy friendships with boundaries and stuff you know I think that's like really 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 important and um, you know I think that the I think that education is important but I do believe that the education system needs a revamping mm-hmm. and it needs to be restructured in a way to encourage people to to follow like who they are and their unique abilities like we all have like unique abilities and I, I believe that I don't know if you guys can agree, but I feel like, or not feel, I know that we are um, all part of the same source and we're like basically God personified, like we're God expressing itself all in our individual, um, you know, uh, personalities. And we all have like unique abilities. And I was like touching on this earlier. We all have a purpose. It's like finding that purpose. And I feel like the, co- like the school system doesn't really help you develop those things. It's more so like, hey, how can you memorize this information and then regurgitate it on or like mm-hmm. take a test yeah which you know i mean there's i think there's certain places in time which is good but um yeah i think like the whole system just needs like a whole like it just needs to be restructured in a better way yeah that's more effective for like people to find their unique ability mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then indi- individualistic but also as a collective because I mean, I'm a preschool teacher now, and our numbers are super low when it comes to, like, it's a four-to-one ratio. So we get four kids to one person, and if you, and it's a private school. So if you go out into, like, a school district and you see a classroom, there's one teacher in, like, 30-plus kids. Like, how are you, how are you paying individually that individual attention to each kid and catering to each kid? when everyone learns differently, everyone has different talents and everyone has different ways of learning, you're not, you can't. Like there's there's really no way. And and I'm not shitting on anybody that's a teacher out there that's in a like a public district, but it's like you said, it needs to be restructured and everyone can learn in their own way. And I think it does start. I think you do start learning and you should be exploring more of what you want to learn once you get out of college or if you don't go to college because you get to choose you get to create what you want to learn and you get to create your reality and i'm a big advocate in creating your own reality um but those are all really good points that you brought up i think that's super important and um you know it's we're not saying that going to school is bad you guys can choose your own path but this is just like our experiences jen and i both went to school you didn't go to school and that's okay i know so many people that are so successful which I hate using that word I'm trying to think of a different like they're just you know their life is full of abundance and they didn't go to school and they just made it work out Mm -hmm. they've made it happen Um, but something that we ask all of our um, guests on our show is just one question I don't know Jen if you want to go ahead and ask oh yeah so this is our last question that we ask everyone and it's if you could give any advice to your younger self what would it be Ah, that's a good question. <laughs> um, my younger self, huh? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it. First thing, I, I feel like I have two things I would say, but first one would be, be accountable. I would always blame everyone for everything else. Like, 
It's funny because my mm. last name literally means excuses. Wow. <laughs> wow. It, so what's your last name? In Arabic, the way that you pronounce it, because like, there's certain like letters that you don't pronounce mm-hmm. in the in the English alphabet that we we do use in the Arabic alphabet. The way that I pronounce it, like the proper way, is hijja, but people in English is like hijja, but yeah. Um, it means excuses. My dad is like, the, he makes the most excuses. Oh my God. I'm like, dad, what? Like you're, he's like, oh, I'm so old. I'm 51 years old. I can't get up the, off the couch. What? I'm like, you're not old. Oh my God. You're not old. We don't even have to age. We don't have to even have, we don't have to choose to age. And that's, that's another topic. But my biggest thing would be to just take, be accountable for like your, like whatever you do. Like you can't make, like there's, you can't blame like I would blame the school, my parents, uh, government, weather, all these different things. Weather, <laughs> seriously. You see, you see that leaf outside? That's its fault. It's its fault. That's not my fault. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's really just taking accountability, like and um, yeah, and uh, follow your like you know that's what we were talking about, following your passions, and I feel like um. Yeah, with my kids, I'm definitely going to just, whatever they want to do, I definitely want to support them in uh, whatever they feel like they're naturally talented in, they, like, you know, whatever, like, they really enjoy. Because, I mean, it starts with the younger generation. I feel like the earlier you start them, the better. Because, like, our world definitely needs, like, new innovative minds and new people to, like, mm-hmm. you know, change up the way that things are. So that's that's the two things. Take accountability and then uh, follow uh, my passion. Okay. I love that. I think that's super important. And I think that's great advice to follow now. I think that yeah. that's, those are just wise words that we should all be following and um, just catering to our heart and following our heart, following our intuition. Yeah, I definitely can agree with that, too. I mean, that's something I would give my younger self, and I've learned even more recently, is just to not blame my surroundings. I just always tell myself, it's it's my fault. Like, everything in my current reality is what I chose to be. Like, everything you create, you can create anything you want, so. Yeah, and I, I, I don't even think it's, like, your fault. I think it's just you should take responsibility, or you, you get to you get to take responsibility like you can um either be a victim of your circumstances or you could be the source of it all you know so yeah that's that's it oh my gosh that's it that's it guys well thank you so much sam for being here i really really truly appreciate you and your time and your story and just so much love to you because i like i just can't even imagine like what you went through and I'm just so excited to see what you're what you're gonna go through in life and what you get to create what you get to go through so thank you you're welcome <laughs> yeah we really appreciate you Sam flying out here just for this podcast <laughs> thanks for flying in for the day just you know that's the life of Sam's life right now he can just choose to fly out just for a few hours <laughs> Oh my god. Well, if you guys have any suggestions or any feedback, feel free to reach out. Thank you so much. Love and light to all of you and thank you for listening. Thank you everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye.